Welcome to In Game Chat for Saturday, the uh, November the twelfth. Right? Did I get that right this time? All right, Balexa Gambler. Yeah, Saturday, November the twelfth, twenty twenty-two. It is uh, season sixteen, episode number thirty-nine. I'm Scott. Dan I'm RJ. All right. I had to do that. <laughs> Just so you know, and you don't—you probably do can tell. Um, I opened up the wrong document on the page here, and so I was just going off of memory. And our trusty little clapboard here that had all that information written out for me. Thank God. Otherwise, I'd have been like, I can't remember what the show number is and all this other stuff. So here. Anyway. Welcome into the show. If you'd like to get in touch with us, our phone number is 334-272-9228. Check out InGame Chat for all the uh, links to get in touch with us. You can find us on Twitter at InGame Chat. You can find us on Facebook at InGame Chat. Email us, everyone, at InGameChat.net. We're, we're staying on Twitter for now. Um, for as long as, you know, there's going to be a Twitter around to stay on, I guess. Uh, we are streaming right now on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv and you can find us there or you can also join us on our Discord, which uh, we've got somebody already hanging out in the Discord and we will get to, uh, we got two people hanging out in the Discord. This is great. Just a whole little group of folks just hanging out, wanting to chat with us. So we will, uh, we will get to them here very, very shortly as we say hello to RJ. RJ, what have you been playing lately? Uh, for the most part, I've been playing uh, R-Type Final 2. I'm trying to accomplish in that what I've failed to do in R-Type Final, okay. which is basically unlock every ship uh, in the game. Um, but something I didn't um, realize about um, getting the resources needed to unlock the uh, said ships, Yeah. apparently your attire, your pilot suit, determines how much resources you get at the end of every stage. Interesting. And I didn't, I didn't, know, about, I didn't know that. It was just uh, some blind... Uh, Dumb luck, basically, mm-hmm. discovering that. That's happened to me a time or two. Yeah. Uh, so I was uh, trying to find the right... So I got to do some research later on and find out what uh, what uh, outfit I need to wear to get the most uh, difficult elements to get, mm-hmm. which is basically uh, Bidrogen, which uh, comes in really light. What are you playing this on? PS4? PS4. Okay. Playing on PS4. Um, so so what I've been doing lately in that game, uh, trying to unlock ships, is basically un- uh, play all the stages that uh, that I've got through the DLC, uh, which is about nine at this point. So it's a lot of uh, homages to older um, games in the R-Type series. Uh, most recently, the last one I did was the, um, I think, uh, stage two or three boss um, in R-Type 
It was basically, um, by, basically you flying in a bito body cavity and you're taking out parasites and defense uh, mechanisms of this organism to get to the uh, heart of this thing. And you got to take that thing out. So it's got his defenses too, so you got to deal with that. And I was having nostalgia moments because I'm like, oh, I remember this part and I remember this part. And then the boss had a second phase, like something out of Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I don't remember this part. This, this, is something, this is something brand new to me. Wait a minute. So, yeah. So it's nice. So it's nice going through these uh, extra stages and uh, homage stages and uh, seeing the changes that they made there and a, and a touch of, of uh, familiarity as well. So um, outside of that, um, a little bit more with uh, PGA 2K3. Uh, yeah, uh, still trying to play through my um, career mode, um, beating the rivals in there to unlock more um, clothing, more gear, uh, things of that nature, and uh, fittings for my uh, car- fittings for my golfer, uh, better equipment, better performing equipment, basically more power. It's it's one of those things where you can add something to your equipment where it might add one thing, but take away something else. Yeah. So it's like, um, yeah. right. the head, the shaft and the grip of each club or the entire set, but it costs money to do so. Mm-hmm. So for a driver, it's just that one club. You don't got to worry that much. It's not going to cost that much, but for your set of irons, if you want to put that one fitting on all of your irons, it's going to be, um, uh, let's see, eight times the cost. So if it's like 75 bucks and there's 75 times eight, so I got to play a lot of tournaments to get everything applied to every iron in my bag to uh, to do so. So it's going to be a lot of grinding. I was about uh, to say, there. there's the there's the gameplay loop right there. Yeah, <clears throat> you got to keep going if you want to get right that there. money and get there. Yeah. So I'm finding a finding little uh, uh, fittings here and there. I think the best one I've got was for um, the uh, driver, something that gives a lot of power in there, but it takes away. Uh, spin on the mm-hmm. ball. Well, my driver's not known for spin. It's just for distance, really. Yeah. So I'm not concerned about spin at all. Just hit it as far as I can and let the bounce take care of the, uh, the carry afterwards. Um, outside of that, uh, outside of the uh, fitting of my clubs and everything, it's just dealing with uh, wind, especially wind lately. I was playing on a course that was um, very windy in the double digits, 10 to 11 miles an hour. Right. So sometimes it would help like the, the ball's going the balls going with the wind, and then there's times when it goes against the wind, or the hard left and hard right. So I'm trying to hit straight at the uh, straight at the flag yeah. on the short in the short game, and that thing is aimed aimed perfectly. I think I've adjusted for it, but no, not really. Now I'm about twenty to twenty five feet from the from the cup where I want to be, so I'm not got to make this long undulating putt, and it makes it a little more difficult than um difficult than normal. But it's still fun all the same. So, so I'm pretty much uh, working through the working through those two right now. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm, I'm wrapped up for Destiny as far now. If they throw in some late seasonal stuff like community, I don't want to say community events, but <clears throat> something where the community contributes to an overall goal type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I may run a couple of things to do that. If that's if that's even offered, I have no idea. If it's not, I am I am finished. Uh, until the next season, with the exception of just kind of banking bounties, like I said I would do, yeah, which I've been doing um, here and there uh, to to get things ready, getting it done a little bit earlier than that. But it, it affords me now more time to play other things, which I say that as though I am forced to somehow play Destiny and, and not other <laughs> things. Like a yeah. job requirement, and I got done early so I can play other stuff is not really the case but i mean for me for my for my fomo for my 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 grind and everything else i i did the last two grandmaster nightfalls there which got my conqueror title um 
did one last, I think it was Monday I did one, and then I did another one on, did another one last night. Mm -hmm. And so I got those done, and that's it. Now I'm just going through all three different characters and, and putting bounties, you know, just casually doing that. Like today I ran the blind well on my my hunter mm-hmm. for the bounty that involved that and there were two weapon bounties to do and so i got those headshot bounty which i got that done while i was doing it so anything where i can do one thing but accomplish many others while i'm doing it yeah just making it more efficient and i'll do that on my other two characters as well uh and i've been going through god of war the i want to say the first one obviously but the god of war 2018 i believe is when it was mm-hmm. um you know, the reboot, I suppose. Yeah. Whatever you want to call that. I've been going back through that on somewhat of a speed run. I'm not really going out of my way to do the collectibles like I was. I'm not really doing the exploring like I did the first time around. Yeah, you've I, done that already. So I yeah. know. I put in the hours there. Um, I'm playing the New Game Plus mode of it, mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of speed running through it. New Game Plus mode, but with a difficulty slider on it. You can you can play New Game Plus, but you can also say, ah, I don't want it to be that difficult. Let's knock it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what I'm doing. I'm, I'm pushing it down a little bit just so that I can kind of speed run. It's, it's, for me, it is, uh, it's playing a New Game Plus, which I don't think I've really ever done before all the way through. I have started them a few times but never really got back through the game Mm -hmm. um so i think this will be the first one where i go back through and do the do the whole thing over again uh on new game plus but for me it's just a catch up on the story but also just some quick gameplay stuff that sort of thing just a little refresher yeah and and i will given you know like i said now that i have the time i'll be picking up uh ragnarok here soon and uh and we'll be going through that as well, since I've got the time to do that now. Expecting a Black Friday thing on that one? Nope, not at all. Not at all? Okay. Right now, it's just no point in buying it, because I am not done playing the first one. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just, hey, if there is some sort of deal that pops up where um, buy this, get this half off, or buy this, and you'll get uh, some, you know, like if they don't go on sale at Best Buy, but you get some kind of credit back. Mm-hmm. You know, you buy this and we'll give you a $10 rewards card for Best Buy or something like that. Any any little thing, why not wait? Mm-hmm. Since, you know, since I've got that kind of since I got that kind of time right now, I can I can hold off on it. Yeah, I think we've talked about it before that uh a lot of games nowadays, especially in my case, you don't necessarily have to get it day one. Right. You can you can wait a little while. It's not like it's going to be unavailable mm-hmm. anytime soon. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, 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 I'm holding off on that. And right now I'm, I, <laughs> uh, was playing it last night and I got to, and I was looking forward to this part. There's, there's this, there's this point where you, um, you, you're trying to get a piece of something out of the head of a giant, like a real, like an actual giant, Yeah, you know? And so you, you, you come up on them and, and. The first time, I remember the first time I did this, I felt like I was really far into the game. Mm-hmm. The second time I'm doing it, but that's because I was exploring. I spent so much time going off the beaten path, checking every single nook and cranny, doing all of that stuff mm-hmm. uh, before I would progress on. And uh, I'm not doing that this time. So the speed at which I got to that point was very surprising. It was like, oh, wow, okay. Um, I, don't, I don't necessarily know that I'm halfway. I really don't know how far I am because... Mm-hmm. The um, the completion progression 
It covers everything, not story mode. I, I could probably go in the options and find it there. I really haven't dug mm-hmm. into that. Yeah. Just looking at the overall map tells me how much I've done in each section. Now, um, someone some wanted to ask you about your New Game Plus experience. Now, all your all your skills and abilities, do they transfer over, or do you have to reacquire them? Uh, everything transfers over with the exception of... Uh, story ability type things. Okay. Yeah. In other words, there are these types of arrows that you're... You know, in the game, is your son, boy. Um, there's these types of arrows, uh, two different types of arrows. Ones that make things explode, ones things that make things freeze or whatever. I don't know. They're blue, they're gold, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, those are not there at the beginning of the game. Uh, you have unlocked all of the abilities those abilities are unlocked but because you haven't yet acquired those in the game Mm -hmm. you don't have them which is very strange because you don't acquire the blades of chaos which is like you know the whole god of war thing yeah uh you don't acquire those until much later in the game but if you do new game plus you start with them Mm -hmm. and it's much it's a lot easier because i remember there were these points where i had to Due to the room puzzle or something like that, I had to throw away my main weapon, the axe. Yeah. And it had to stay in a certain position while I maneuvered through something. In fact, it was poison stuff. Like if you threw your axe at it, it would freeze the poison, and that way it wouldn't fill the room. So you could go from point A to point B. But when you go into that area, enemies spawn. Well, you need to lure them out of that area or get out of the way and recall your axe so that you can fight them if you want to or just use hand-to-hand. Mm-hmm. Going through New Game Plus, you just throw your axe, then you whip out your blades, and you're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been interesting uh, going back through it this way. Uh, and and also how speedy it kind of is. Uh, I'm also catching references um, from story beats that I know will pop up in Ragnarok in the sequel. Mm-hmm. Only for the fact that I've seen the the trailers that I have seen of it. I haven't, caught, I haven't caught any spoilers on the game. I've, I've read reviews. Or I haven't read reviews. I've watched reviews. Um, very non-spoilery reviews uh, that I've looked at. But they're all still rolling the same B footage that Sony provides. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's little parts in here that I'm now coming across story-wise in the first game that, you know, mentions that in the, in the second game. Uh, so there's that. And then... What else did I... I eh, hmm, this little thing here. I started playing it on PC this morning. Um, and it's free to play on PC. It's the Marvel Snap game. Okay. It's a card game. It's free to play. It's on PC through Steam if you want to do that. But it is also... Um, it's also on your phone. And again, it is completely free to play on your phone. Uh, I am already at uh, I'm already at level seven on the season pass, and I am at level twelve on the collection level. So it moves pretty fast. There is progression pretty much the entire. Every time you play, there's progression, and and I'm also doing my my word game. Mm-hmm. But uh, every time you play, there's progression, and uh, there's rewards for it and everything else. Um, the games are quick. Six turns, that's it. That is all, that's all that goes through. Six turns. There's, so 
you've got a deck, they've got a deck, and then there's three location points on the board. You put a card on one of those three location points, you get points for that forever how much that card is worth. Mm-hmm. At the end of the game, whoever's got most points on the locations wins that locations, the best of three. Mm-hmm. So in other words, there's three locations. If I win two of those, I'm the winner. If I lose two or all three, I'm the loser. So, you know, that sort of thing. It's just best of three. It takes absolutely no time to play a game, which is why you will sit there and play and play and play and play over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, the monetary issue on the thing, the whole, uh, you know, it's free to play. So you're thinking, okay, how do they, how do they make money? Yeah. First, uh, the first, first, first question that came to my mind. Um, money right now is like, you can buy credits with real world money. It doesn't get you anything though. In other words, you can't spend it to buy more cards. You can spend it to upgrade cards, but upgrades are purely cosmetic. Mm-hmm. So there are no, yeah, like the first, I wish I could show you. Um, so there's nothing in there you can buy that can make it easier for you to win. No, not really. So, yeah. No, no, there's really not. Um, and I think that's the, I think that's the, uh, that's the standby that people um, are looking for, really. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find uh, a card here. Okay, here's Wolf's, well, Wolf Spain didn't open up. Um, has Wolf Spain been upgraded? I haven't seen that character in a long time. Right. In anything. Know. Let's try Iron Man. Okay. There's Iron Man. Yeah. Just, you can see Iron Man on the thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Iron Man, blah, 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 blah. That's fine. Now, if I upgrade Iron Man, and I can't really... Oh, wait. I do have a second Iron... Why do I have a second Iron Man? Okay. Let's take Hawkeye, for instance. Nope. He's not good to see on the phone. <laughs> Hulk is okay to see. Okay. There's Hulk, his card. That's the first upgrade. The first upgrade uh, gives you a thing where the characters kind of come out of the card. They break frame. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then when you upgrade it a third time, like there's Cyclops with his abilities kind of coming outside of the card. Mm -hmm. I don't know how well this will work on a thing, but I've upgraded uh, Medusa. And she gets the frame break, but she also gets 3D. And so it looks... I don't know how that, that I don't think that shows, eh, maybe it shows it. up. You can, I'm not sure how that shows it's up like on the screen. Three, it's like just that, like that 3D photo on Facebook or something like that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I don't have anything I can upgrade at the moment, but yeah. So, and I don't know what happens when you go in further than that, but you know, it just really, really ad- addictive in a way that doesn't feel addictive mm. because six turns per match, man, you're done in a match within like two minutes. Mm-hmm. Two or three minutes, you're done. And it's on to the next match or collect the rewards or whatever else. I mean, there's just... Hey, it's it's good. <laughs> uh, it's really good. Yeah, I know. There's AC Wright's thinking about the radio aspect of this. I'm showing people on Twitch. That's one of those things. You get some... You get, if you're watching on Twitch, you get to see the stuff. And I try to... And if you can't, I'm trying the best I can explain to tell you about it. But uh, not very well. Still, free to play. Download it and look at yourself. You know? Takes absolutely nothing at all. You don't have to spend a dime. Uh, Just download the app on your phone. Regardless, iOS, Android, it's on both. Or you can actually download it on Steam. Uh, Steam is just a port from the the app. In other words, it was developed for, for mobile first. And then it was ported to Steam. Although, 
with Steam, it is it is a situation where they are working on making it its own thing on PC, um, so that it's not just a port of the mobile app. It'll be, you know, a fully featured type thing there. Mm-hmm. You do have to have like a Google account or something. We don't have to. But in order to save progress and in order to play across platforms like on the phone and then back on your PC, mm-hmm. you need some way to, to do that. And they're using, I think they're using Google. Mm-hmm. So get you a Google name and do that. So um, anyway, that's what I've been playing. And everybody in the chat room there, we got uh, Duke Frukum and uh, Maltaran in there, otherwise known as uh, Josh and Steve, I believe. <laughs> so, uh, hey, guys, are you there? Hi there. I see. I heard you, uh, Josh. I did not hear Steve, though. Uh-oh. There we go. Yeah, I still can't hear him. Yeah, he's, he's, fi- he's yeah. fixing some stuff. Yeah. Tell you what, we're going to probably get, his, get the mic together. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll, we'll go to he'll, he'll get that figured out. And... That's what I was changing my settings. There he there is. <laughs> Hey, we got a few minutes before we go to a break. If you guys want to just mention what you've been playing real quick, since that's what we were talking about. And I'll, I'll start with you, Josh. Anything new? Uh, the new God of War. Oh, okay. Well, okay. you know, you just heard my spiel on that. So watch the spoiler talk. That's all I'd ask. Um, oh, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, what about you, Steve? Anything new? Nothing new. Cleaning up my my lists because I got a big stretch of games I've been I'm anticipating over the next two, three months, so um, really weird games I'm playing like City Skylines, like catching up on all the DLC that they released over the years. That's a lot of catching up then if you're doing DLC, man. I think they just released a big bundle. They're doing another big bundle, yeah. On uh, PlayStation Plus they did, yeah. I've been slowly collecting them over uh, like Steam sales, because they're really expensive. They're like $15 a piece. Like if you were to just up and buy everything right now, you'd spend over like $250 yeah, on all their no, it's a lot. Um, I yeah. I grabbed I grabbed all of them through, uh, or at least all of them released up until that point through a humble bundle sale that was going on. That's not, the best way to do it. Yeah, not too long ago they did a humble bundle sale, which gave you all of the DLC that had been released so far, and if you paid a certain amount, you got a twenty five percent discount on some other DLC that was out there that was not involved in the sale. So yeah. it caught me up, and it probably caught me up for about. I don't know, thirty bucks. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, PlayStation Store thing now. It's the City Skylines Ultimate Content Bundle. It's like was ninety nine. Now it's forty. Um, I'm trying to see a description of everything that comes in there with it, but I'm not seeing. Oh, it's a it, yeah. You're gonna. See, it's too much. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot of content, and I haven't really gotten back into the game to really enjoy or do anything with it either. So yeah. just know just well, know the, one of those times. That's I the funny thing. Like when I got into it, it was almost like I was doing the No Man's Sky thing all over again, where I hadn't played it mm-hmm. in like a certain amount of years, and then you're, it's almost like a brand new game. Yeah, you know, it's like you come back to it, and it's like, oh my god, where where did all this content come from? Like the the um, industries DLC alone is worth you know hours and hours of of trying to get that up and running in your city. Like that alone <laughs> is almost like a, a game within a game, trying to figure that out. I may fire that one up tomorrow. I've got, like I said, I've got the time to just whatever. So I may fire that up again tomorrow. I, I think they've got a VR thing for Quest, for the MetaQuest. And I think it'll be out for PSVR 2 as well. I'm not sure. But uh, I do think it's, I think it's just called Cities VR. But 
I think it's. Not, uh, I think it's a. I think it's affiliated with City Skylines. Mm-hmm. That's that's cool. I, I'm actually surprised there's even more DLC coming because I would have thought maybe City Skylines Two right was kind of on the horizon. Because this um, game is like pretty old. About it. It's been out for a while, right? 2015, I think. Yeah, way overdue for a sequel. I say a sequel, but I guess I don't know. Maybe it's like, eh, this is what we can do, and we can do this DLC. Maybe the DLC they keep putting out is is moving the needle for them to be able to afford to work on the sequel. I guess I, I, the, the money needle, anyway. But yeah, that's but, exactly what I think they're doing. They're monetizing just the you know as a service where they can pump out something, charge something for it, and then develop whatever there's their is their next is their next game. Yeah, because that's something I have not read in like I there's no rumors, there's no talk, there's no hints, there's nothing about them working on. There's been a little bit. Has I've, been, I've, I've been on, well, in like the corners of Reddit, like me trying to figure out how stuff works. There's people dropping it kind of, okay. you know, but like there's no evidence to it. There's just, you know, speculation based on, you know, I don't know, people looking at the, the DLC packs and noticing something or, you know, stuff like that. It's just okay. nothing, nothing, no announcements or any big things like that. All right, well, we're going to take a break, our first break here of the show. When we come back, we'll talk to you guys uh, not only about what you've been playing or whatever you want to talk about, actually, uh, and uh, hit some of the news and everything else. So we'll be right back with more of in-game chat here in just a few music here from a game called The Entropy Center. Uh, It is like Portal, but um, manipulating time. So Control. Mm, no, maybe. Oh, I don't know. No, no, no. Sense not Prince of Persia. Basically, you have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know how many games you can say that? Say right, that I know. But it's so, you know, in, in Portal, you had a Portal gun, right? Yeah. Oh, this yeah. one, you have a time gun. Okay. So, in other words, um, you pick up an item, move it to one spot, sit it on a button, then you pick it up and move it to another spot and sit it on a button. That's two button presses. You know, maybe one button puts a, raises a lever or raises a platform for you to get up to the second floor and the other button opens the door to get into the next room. Mm -hmm. So you put it on the first one and it raises the platform. You pick it up and then you put it on the second one and it opens the door. Then you go stand on the platform. You aim your gun at the box that you used. You pull the trigger or whatever and it moves the box back in time to where you had put it originally Hmm. so then you get up you go there then you press the button again it moves the box it puts it back where it was before so you've got to think that doesn't sound like time manipulation sounds like more just uh telekinetic uh, telekinetic well i mean yeah you could be that way but i'm I'm giving you the most simplistic explanation of how the game works Basically, a puzzle game. With yes, all, all about playing with because time. eventually okay. it gets very, very complicated as to how you make things ha- make these things happen. Yeah. Um. So, but that's that's basically how it works. It's like, mm. yeah, it's portal, but with time, mm. not portals. Anyway, we'll be back with more of in-game chat right after this.
welcome back to In Game Chat. This is music from uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, which is doing very well. I mean, it's Call of Duty title. They don't really have too much of a problem, but this one's this one's doing extremely well, sales figures-wise. Um, the reviews aren't bad. So what makes it stand out from the others? I don't know. I honestly don't other know. Than, other than it being the latest in the series. I've heard this one seems more like an early access game than the last ones. Oh, does it? Mm. It's ha- it's missing a lot of stuff, basically. I'm not. I'm. I have no idea because I haven't played a Call so, of Duty game in a so long what, time. Uh, so what is what is, what's missing uh, from this one this time around? Uh, it's it's more like they are withholding a lot of stuff for until season one starts. So that's that's what I heard. At least I've been. I don't have the game. I didn't play. Ah, it. I got you. I was only. I was mainly only talking about the single single player campaign because that's all I've really paid attention yeah. to. Um, but it's bread and butters in the multiplayer thing, right? It so, is. It totally is. So uh, yeah. But apparently, and and I was watching. Uh, I think it was the Digital Foundry. You know, when they do their thing on the way the game looks and everything, it looks. They specifically cover that Amsterdam level, which. Ain't a lot of gunplay going on. There's not a lot going on in that level, mm-hmm. uh, but it's impressively beautiful. Mm-hmm. Impressive with the way that uh, they got it looking and the way they got it working. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. And then they went in to talk about water effects. They went in to talk about all sorts of different things, lighting as well with it. It just it's it's technically it's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about gameplay wise or anything like that, but just in the technical part of it something to see so okay uh, but yeah nothing like that um we were gonna talk about something yeah you're talking about city skylines oh yeah you picked up uh you picked up your first little black friday deal um yeah the, yeah uh, did i yeah your mic's on uh the quarry, mm-hmm. the quarry. for ps4 right and it was 20 bucks mm-hmm. we were talking about this last week turned out it was the xbox series x and the ps5 it was the the ps5 version that we saw was twenty bucks, I think, because remember you were looking that four up as well. Yeah. Oh, the well, four. The f- well. well I'm talking about last different. week when you were last looking week. at this. Yeah, I was looking at, it, but I was looking at it again. It's like the PS4 was like uh, night, uh, nineteen ninety, uh, nineteen ninety something, and then the PlayStation Five version was like exactly nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, but it wasn't like that last week, though, right? When uh, you were no. when you were here last week, yeah. I had sent you a link. And it was the PS5 version, and you found the the PS4 version, oh, but was it was still Amazon. yeah, that was still we full at, price. We were looking at Amazon's, Amazon's was still forty bucks. Walmart's was too. Walmart's, Walmart's was uh, twenty on one console in particular, but for whatever reason, but not uh, PS4, not PS4, but on yeah. PS4 it was it was uh, twenty bucks. Well, at that link you sent, yeah, because so, yeah, it was it whatever finally. reason it had finally dropped. So, yeah. and that's the way you have to deal with with some of these sales, Black Friday deals, whatever it may be. Um, Sometimes it doesn't get rolled out as well as it should. It may take a little bit before it reaches everything that it's got to reach in order to do that. And I think I said that about Walmart. Walmart has some weird pricing sometimes. Something, something yeah. in their uh, algorithm or system that just messes things up sometimes. But the other part of it is, is that we um, we don't have a lot to say about Black Friday deals right now. Nobody's nobody's released their you know their their their. What do you want to call it? Nobody's released their ads. Nobody's released their their list, their stuff as to what's going to be on sale yeah. for Black Friday. Uh, Best Buy has said nothing. Target has said nothing. GameStop has said nothing. 
Um, Walmart has said nothing, very yeah. little. There's a lot of pre-Black Friday prices going on. A lot of people saying, hey, yeah. here's early Black Friday deals. But they haven't released the official Black Friday stuff, mm-hmm. with the exception of uh, the store we do not have in my area here, or our area here. Um, yeah. I want to say Myers. Myers. Uh, M-E-I-J-E-R, I think. Yeah, the we don't, we don't yeah. have one of those. Yeah. But they did release their Black Friday prices. Horizon Forbidden West, which came out in February of this year, was down to, I think, 30 bucks or less mm-hmm. for their Black Friday deal, which means it looks like I'll be picking up Horizon Forbidden West uh, yeah. come Black Friday. If, yep. if it normally follows that that's the way it'll be for, for other locations as yeah. well. I think I was thinking about it earlier. I mean, uh, because of so many early Black Friday prices, like you said, maybe they've shown their hand already and see how much they can... Uh, Sales they can get before without releasing anything. That well, that's a good point. They don't want to, you know, if if the quarry is out there now at twenty bucks, but it's going to be on sale Black Friday for fifteen. I ain't gonna be mad at that. Well, I'm sure, but don't put it out there until yeah. you know until yeah. later. Mm-hmm. I could get that if that's the way they're going. It's probably not though. Um. Anyway, uh, let's see. Do you? What do you want to say, Josh? What do you want to say about God of War? What can you say about God of War? Uh, it's more God of War for sure. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. I mean, improved upon in the f- than than 2018's version or? Well, the the thing is, the last time I played the 2018 God of War was 2018, so I can't make quite the direct comparison. But mm. it plays well. It looks fantastic. Uh, I got one of those LG CX TVs, so I can oh, play it on those. You the got the VRR, VRR 120 yeah, frames. Yeah, buddy. Mm, I missed it. I was a year by, I, yeah, probably about two years behind mm. uh, when I got my OLED screen. Uh, it did not come with the HDMI 2.1 VRR mm. uh, variable refresh rate. So I'll be playing at 60 frames per second. Unless 60 I, is fine. I'm streaming it with 60. Yeah. Unless I, I come into a massive amount of money. Um, darn Powerball. Where, uh, where I can get the... Uh, where I can pick up one of those screens. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I just missed it by that much Yeah, when it released. So, yeah. Um, how far... How long... How many hours into it are you? Uh, I think around 10, probably 12, maybe. Okay. I haven't been playing that much yet. Have you been playing anything else or just that? Uh, I also played some Dusk recently. Okay. Really good. Yep, great game. That's the game that ruined Doom for me. (laughs) (laughs) Because I played it right before... uh, Playing the 2016 remake or reboot, whatever you want to call it. Of Doom, yeah. And... And the pacing, like everyone in Doom was like, oh my God, you know, it's, it's a shooter relived, it's reinvented, it's back. And then I played Dusk first, and I'm like, holy, fast-paced. This game is fast-paced. And then I played Doom, and it felt like everything was in slow motion. I'm not a big, fast, I'm not a big fast-paced guy. That was one of the reasons. So my, I, I, think, I think everybody's intro to like first-person shooter would probably be something like um, like Doom, the original Doom, or Wolf 3D or whatever from way back when. But my modern first-person shooter, the modern thing that I that I that I played was Halo. And then, you know, and I and, you know, I heard everybody talking about, "Oh man, uh, Quake or Unreal, Unreal Tournament." Hey, let's play Unreal Tournament. And I was just like, "Wow, this moves way too fast." 
is too, just you just zoom around those levels in Unreal. Uh, I remember it released for Xbox One back when Xbox Live was was first out there. And I picked it up thinking, oh, man, if, if Halo was great online, this is going to be great since it's built for multiplayer. It's just all multi. Got in there. I was like, oh, I can't do this. Too fast. Yeah. Way too fast. Yeah, I'm looking at video of uh, Dusk right now on uh, Steam's website. And that is uh, that is unreal term and fast, uh, fast-paced. Uh, yeah, it just shooting. does not appeal to me. Like, are you even aiming? <laughs> it's just, it's just it's something, it's something excuse your field of vision. Just pull the trigger. I know. It's there. just like run by shooting. Boom, boom. Yeah. You know, as you keep moving. I mean, Dusk, is, it's a little bit, it's hard to, I get what you're saying about Halo comparison to Unreal Tournament. Those things are night and day. With Dusk, you know, it starts you off kind of in slow quarter, short, you know, small quarter, hallways type of atmosphere. And then it really opens up later you you know you, you have these giant fields and even this entire area that turns into like a tornado uh kind of passing right through the middle of it and that's where kind of the fast paceness becomes you know very fun because then you have these hordes of enemies that are are trying to get you and in in classic doom uh you know form the enemies will attack each other if like one of their projectiles you know, get if they get in the way of like another one's projectiles. I love that. I love trying to go around a map in games like that to see how many enemies I can kill without firing a shot. Like, just see how many they could just like tear themselves to pieces before mm-hmm. I even shoot anybody. Mm-hmm. You also, a fun thing about the difficulty in the game is when you lower the difficulty, the the enemy projectiles also get slower. Interesting. Yeah. It's kind of like our type, actually. The lower the difficulty, the uh. The slower the, the slow, fire the, rate. slower the bullets come. And the number. So, yeah. Vast mm-hmm. difference between normal and, uh, I think, R-Typer. Um, it's the highest difficulty in that game. So, yeah. It's just like that, actually. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else you wanted to bring up, Josh? Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, other than that, I've been playing some more uh, Vermintide 2 in preparation for Darktide. Man. Me too. That's pretty much about it. <laughs> <laughs> what did I let's see 10 million people picked up the free copy of Vermintide 2 while it was free uh, and I, it's a it, good game is it still free or did they they finally take it off uh, not sure actually I got to check yeah I think it's I think it may still be free or maybe it was just for that week or something like that but yeah 10 million oh wow the DLC is is free too oh the Trail of Treachery free DLC uh, it was like a yeah, that's a content update. It says it's free. Yeah. Um, uh, the game itself is no longer free. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're but it's heavily a, discounted. Yeah, you're looking on a Steam? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Steam is $6, $80% off. Yeah, goodness. But if you didn't get it free, 6 bucks, not, not bad not at all. Bad at 6 all. bucks for that game. Nope. Not at all. Did you already buy uh, Dark Tide by any chance? Uh, I'm waiting for the uh, beta, how that turns out the first couple of days, and then decide if I'll be getting it then or wait until it's released. Yeah, I got into the first beta, or was it an alpha? I don't know, but um, I th- I think it's going to be a game that kind of takes off a little bit because it's really. I mean, this is what this is why I started playing Back for Blood recently because I, I was kind of itching for a Left 4 Dead game 
And uh, I was like, oh, well, I have this in my my in my account now. Let me play it before Dark Tide comes out uh, so I can kind of get my bearings to see just how Turtle Rock was doing, you know, after Evolve and see if it's anything like Left 4 Dead. And it'll prep me for more some, some more four-player uh, co-op action. And um, But yeah, the, I don't know if... I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about it. Am I allowed to talk about it? I mean, uh, the, the last beta you can talk about, you were okay. allowed to stream that as well. Yeah, that's the one that I, I only got a couple of hours in. I joined super late, like hours before it was even closing. Um, and it did... There were some things I didn't really understand in it. Um, heavy, heavily melee-based, right? I mean, it does have guns, but it seems like there's a lot of melee action. Uh, yeah, but it's it. It, it's shifting more towards uh, ranged combat compared to Vermintide. Yeah, I would hope so because that that using a mix is fine. You just have to find that balance. And if you don't do the balance correctly, you'll end up with something like Back for Blood, which is I was going to talk about. Just my disappointment with that game. Um, across, the, I don't know if you played that either. If, if no, you go ahead, go talk right about. I mean, just go right into it. We've still got what seven minutes here for the top of the hour, so feel free. Yeah, that, I mean, I I was hoping for, I mean, everybody was, right? Left 4 Dead 3 is what yeah. we were expecting from Back for Blood. And um, it's got the same concept. It doesn't have that Valve polish. There's something not right about the gameplay. And the big thing that's not right is the difficulty um, range from expert to whatever the... The, the the hardest difficulty is um, it, it it's basically like too easy up until a certain point and then it's like okay now you're in you're this is going to be the hardest thing you've ever done there's no middle ground when you're stepping up for the difficulty and that's what really bugged me about the game uh, aside from the fact that it didn't have that polish and it felt like the zombies that were thrown at you were jerky they, their climbing mechanic was broken, so like you see them start to climb, then all of a sudden they're in front of you. Yeah. So you didn't, you know, you can't plan right. The melee options are almost completely broken, um, which you know was a huge focus around Left 4 Dead. Um, it just seems like none of it really works. You know, they get too close, and then you're just taking damage. Um, and then you know, it just the. The ending of every chapter, I mean, the chapters are overly long now, right? Like as, of the Left 4 Dead ones, I think there were like four segments each, and there was a big finale. And in Black, Back for Blood, some of them are like five. There's, you know, one, I don't even know if they call it chapter. One episode is split into two chapters, and each chapter may have four or five or three segments to it. So it's very confusing. It's it's and then the cards getting getting. So that's the big change, right? Like you could you couldn't just do back for blood and then make it a left for dead three. You had to add another element to it, which is um, these decks. You get a deck of cards, and it's basically you can kind of build some perks for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after every segment of the of the of the chapter you're doing, they'll throw some negative cards at you. So one negative card will be like up. Oh, Powers out, so only emergency exit doors will work, and then of course that attracts zombies, right? So that's a, a negative to the to the experience, and then you um, you can pick your decks around whatever negatives that that they throw at you, but only at the beginning of when you start. Um, 
So you can add things like extra ammo, extra health. Um, and then there's like good things like if when you're crouched, you give no friendly fire and take no friendly fire. Um, and then so there's good cards that you can unlock, but you got to play a lot, you know, to unlock them. And then to even get to a point where you can probably play the harder chapters is that's probably what they were going for is like they want you to unlock those those really special cards that allow you to survive the harder difficulties rather than just kind of playing through the harder difficulties. And I think the game would have been fine itself without the, the card factor, but, um, and I, you know, they're stretching it out, right? Like they, they know that if there's stuff to unlock, people will play longer, or I think that's the, ex- that's what, you know, that's the impression that you want to have right. from it. But I just want to play on the hardest difficulty without anything. You know, I want to try, but now I'm kind of stuck. I don't think I can get past certain difficulties without, without those special cards. Never was a fan of integrating cards into my games. Now, the card game that I'm playing is a completely different thing, but uh, but anytime, what is it? Uh, Midnight Suns, I think, that's coming out later. Is, I, I thought it was, when it was announced or, or talked about, it was going to be a, you know, it's for Axis. I thought it was going to be kind of, um, I think it's for Axis. Maybe it's not. Uh, but like a, uh, a, a 4X, you know, Marvel thing with the Next superheroes. Or ne- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it would be great with, like that, but then it's like, well, it's not only that, but there's also it's also card based, and I thought, no, 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 please no. Cards have <laughs> cards have really been a difficult path of entry for me, mm-hmm. um, in any sort of situation like this. And I mean, at first, this whole snap thing wasn't doing it for me as I was playing it because I guess I was just not understanding how it was working. But the more I played it, the more I realized. Ah, now I figured out the the mechanics, and I mean it is simplified massively, mm-hmm. which is not what is going to be afforded to me in other games that use this as um, as another type of of gameplay mechanic. Um, so yeah, I don't know where I sit with that, but yeah, I don't know Tur- um, uh, Turtle Rock right for for Back for Blood. Uh, they're trying Back for Blood didn't I don't think made the waves that they wanted it to make. Uh, I'm not sure. I can't remember, but I don't think it was a disappointment, but I don't think it was also a big major success for them that I know of. Um, it certainly doesn't feel like the first two Left 4 Deads. That's, yeah. that's the that's the big thing. Because I went and booted up Left 4 Dead 2 right after you know, after I, I played Back for Blood, and I'm like, this feels so much... It just feels smoother. The, the enemies... It's clearer, you know, what you're fighting against. The special infected in Back for Blood is a is a mess. Mm-hmm. It is in in Left 4 Dead. You can hear and you can you can understand exactly what's coming, right? Just by the growl or the snarl in the distance. With Back for Blood, you have one uh, special infected enemy that's like got three or four different offspring to it. So it might be. And, there, and there's like a hundred different names, like so they're constantly calling out all the. I'm like, just dude, just call it a boomer, call it a call it a liquor or a, a smoker, call it all the things that you used to. And instead, they make up, you know, new names for it. And it but just, it means it's the same wicked thing. Wicked confusing. Yeah. Mm. Oh, all right. Well, we've got to uh, go to a break here, but before we do, we're going to go to the phones. Hi, you're on in game chat. Who's this? It's me, Chris. What's up, Chris? What's going on, man? Getting inside the house, get out of this cold weather that we're about to experience. Oh, I love the cold weather. I'm so glad it's here. 
So uh, glad it's here. It already feels like it's in the 40s right now. Uh, yeah, it's 54. <laughs> At least up here it's 54. I don't know where it is where you are, but 54 uh, the wind, so far. The wind chill factor was pretty chilly. I mean, it may have been a little warmer, but it felt like mid-40s to me or around 50 or something. But, yeah, I've, I've got hooked completely on Harvestella on the Switch. Uh, I've got music from Harvestella coming up uh, later on this hour. Or not this hour, but later on in the show. Um, heard some good things about it. A game that's been out for a while, actually, but just got a, I want to say a Switch release, or maybe it was a PC and Switch release. But uh, I know it just released on Switch uh, this week, or this past week, I believe. Yeah, it's been out since, uh, I think, Friday. Yeah, yeah, but now it's out on the Switch. Uh, it's an RPG farmer type thing, right? Yeah, it's got a good mix of both of that. those. I mean... Yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It seems like it's almost a perfect blend. The combat and everything is pretty simple and straightforward. And the different classes that you can swap over to, you know, do this. And certain enemies are weak against certain type of attack that, that the classes offer. You know, it, it's real fun. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, I've even got Sonic and the new God of War as well. And they're going to be probably after Christmas. Plus, I've got other games I was playing before this one came out, and I said, I'll just pop this in real quick, and <laughs> uh, hadn't picked, I hadn't touched anything else. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I get it. Um, because I, I know how that happens uh, <laughs> plenty of times. It's usually why I don't buy multiples at a time. Mm-hmm. I'll buy the one, and like if that holds me over, then that's fine. Then I'll eventually get the, uh, the, the next one you know, down the line. Yeah. Kind of sitting that way with Sonic right now. Uh, although the weird thing is, is that I've read most of the most of the reviews that I came across on Sonic were were kind of harsh on it, but mostly on the technical aspect of it. Um, otherwise, there was there was it's not too bad actually, and and a lot of people say that it's there's a lot of potential there for something better. Mm. Uh, maybe if they can fine tune what they've got right now. And make something better next time, because uh, there's a lot of good things at play. There's and the and the and the problems with it are minuscule, just need to be worked on. So is it something basically like uh, nothing a patch can't fix? Uh, I don't know about a patch. Well, not that not that not that minor. Well, in some aspects, maybe the pop-in situation that that it has. Oh, okay. Uh, and it says the Switch version is just, and I'm sure that's the one you did. You get it on Switch. I got both of them. The Switch is staying sealed, and I'm going to play it on PlayStation. Okay, good. <laughs> because I heard the Switch version is horrible. Yeah, I've, I've read the same thing. I said, yep, that's, I made up my mind. I'm going to leave the other ones sealed and be one of those, uh, you know, ones like that. Oh, well, it's nice to have it, but uh, I'll just play it on the better system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the PS5 and the Xbox Series, or just any of the consoles other than the Switch, you're going to be okay to play on. Mm-hmm. Um, PC is PC is looking good because apparently it is open for mod, modder folks to work on. Yeah. Uh, mod community can can have at it on that one. Yeah, you'll so have, you'll have your DS fix type of on the yeah. if need be. Yeah. yeah. All right, Chris. Well, it's good hearing from you, man. All right, y'all have a good one. We'll talk to y'all later. All right, dude. Hey, take take care. care now. All right. Bye. 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 We'll be right back with more of in game chat music here from Resident Evil Ver- Resident uh, Reverse. Uh, Resident Evil Versus or Verse? Reverse? I can't remember what it's called. I think it's Verse. Something like that. It's the main menu music. We'll be back with more of in-game chat right after this. 
welcome back to In Game Chats. And uh, Steve had to run. Had to put the kids to bed. I guess. Six o'clock, but sure. I'm still here. <laughs> I'm glad you're... Well, it's what time is it where you're at? I always ask this, but yeah. Past midnight at this point. That's right, yeah. So what were you doing earlier before the show? Playing God of War? Uh, yep. Yep, okay. A lot of exploring, I guess. A lot of uh, off-the-beaten-path things that you can do there. Yeah, I'm pretty much doing all the side stuff before right. continuing with the main stuff again. Yep. Yeah, I've come across the side uh, the side stuff. By the way, that music you heard was from Harvestella, hmm. um, which is out on Switch now. But I believe it's also out on PlayStation and PC, or has been uh, for a while now. So, yeah. yeah, I think the way you were describing it earlier, um, it's the side quest and the exploring that gives the game its um, length, the way you were describing the God of War, the remake of God I of War. I think any game does yeah. that. Yeah, I think most games do that. It's If if it has that sort of aspect to it, and mm-hmm. God of War does, um, yeah. like God of War actually has side missions that you can take on. If, mm-hmm. Compared to something like an Uncharted title, there's no side quests in Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's areas where you can explore and find collectibles, but there's not a go find, you know, a, a example from the first game was you meet a ghost yep. and the ghost says, I need you to find the bones of my wife or something like that. They've been stolen. You can choose to do that as you go about playing the game or you don't have to. I'm, see, I'm just going off of what I played from the uh, original God God of War titles. It was less. There's no side quest there, there either. No story. It was just a story. Just mm-hmm. go from here and go from here and there and uh, do what needs to be done. I mean, I think about um, the Fallout series. I mean, if it wasn't for the uh, side quest, I mean, the game would be done in a heartbeat. Yeah. Because it was like, just get, here, get from point A to point B. But you had to have those side quests to level up so that you could do those missions anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, so the same applies here. Yep. Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to it whenever I get around to it. Did you just get the game or did you get one of those collector's edition things? Or Oh, I just got the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that's probably the way I'm going to go too. I don't know if I'll do the digital deluxe edition or not. But yeah. uh, So what... Uh... Offhand, you know what comes with that? Uh, some extra pieces of armor for for the characters there. Digital soundtrack, like a PS4 theme or 5 theme or something. I don't know what it was, but mm-hmm. something to that effect. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. You know, not too much, not, not a lot of special stuff. Sounds like a- Little sound like a little tin book. Um, yeah, it's enough for like them that. to add some some money to it. Uh, twenty dollars extra, by the way. Oh, it's twenty bucks. Okay. Well, the game is sixty, I believe, or is it seventy? Probably seventy on P. Yeah, seventy. It's a uh, seventy on PS Five. Uh, okay, so the digital 60, lux is sixty on PS Four. All right, the digital lux is eighty. Mm. So yeah, it is ten bucks more than if, for the PS Five version. PS Five, yeah, yeah. And there is no free upgrade on this one. Mm. If you buy the PS4, then you can't upgrade. I you may can you can upgrade obviously, but for an extra ten, yeah. uh, ten bucks, you can get an upgrade to it. Wait, is that only on the PS5 only digital deluxe edition? Has the armor the uh, right? Uh, okay, PS4 not, didn't come not, with one. No, okay, PS4 did not get that. No, one. Okay. it did not. Huh. Only, only, the only ones you're getting is the uh, the collector's edition, not the digital deluxe. Man, yep. Subtle hint: get a PS5, right? Eh, exactly. 
Yeah. Sure. You don't necessarily have to. It depends. Again, it goes back to what you want to play on. Yeah. Or what yeah. what games you want, you know, if if the games are if you're fine with what you're playing with on your PS4, uh, because they are apparently we are still in the generation of previous gen and current gen releases. In other words, for the most part, we're still getting, especially with our first party games, we're still getting both systems uh, being made games for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, with a few exceptions here and there, because um, I think about um, our type Final Three. I've only seen it available for PS5. Really? I haven't seen anything about it. Men- haven't seen anything mentioned for it for uh, PS4 at all. So that might be one of those things where uh, trends we might be seeing now. Is it out or is there a rumor? It's, some- it's something. It's something that's going to be coming out later. But I've only mentioned it. I've only heard it mentioned for PS5, not for the PS4. Now, if something's changed uh, before the uh, after I uh, first saw it, I haven't heard about it yet. Okay. R-Type Final 3 Evolved is just R-Type Final 2, but on the PS5. Mm-hmm. With all the DLC? All the DLC stages from Stage Pass 1. Mm-hmm. Along with unreleased bonus stages, making this a must-have title for new and veteran shoot-em-up fans alike. Yep. Um, yep, new stuff. Yeah, but from what I can tell, it's... Just our type final two mm-hmm. for the PS5, obviously. Mm-hmm. So eh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Gotham Knights is another one. Ooh. Gotham Knights is another one that is uh it's not previous gen and current gen, it is current gen only yeah. on that release. Although you wouldn't know it to look at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing Goodness. yeah, nothing about that screams next gen. Uh, and from what I understand, God of War, Ragnarok, nothing about that screams next gen really either. Um, there's, uh, yeah, they, in an interview somewhere, I think they mentioned they made this game with PS4 in mind first. Mm-hmm. And you can tell, I mean, it looks nice, but it's not an amazing jump. Which but at uh, this point, it's getting difficult to make amazing jumps as well. Right, it is, and and the uh, and playing back through uh, God of War on PS5 uh, right now with I guess whatever they did to do some enhancements for it or whether not very much, uh, it's it still looks really really good. It's still a good looking game, and so they don't really have to. You know, I said I've said this about many games before, especially the Burnout series. It's like you don't have to you don't have to make it look prettier. You know, uh, if you're going to make another one, don't don't sacrifice. Stick with what got you here in the first the, place. the gameplay yeah. for something that just looks better. Yeah, I will take. You know, I'll take ten yeah. burnouts. Yeah, you don't have to have the prettiest graphics in the world. Just give me different have, places have a, have to a, play have in. A, have a, have a, uh, Good and entertaining game. You really don't. No. I mean, heck, we had this the pixel. We had the through, we had the pixel art uh, games that had uh, some pretty memorable titles come out. Yeah. They weren't pretty. They were pixelated, of course, but they were still fun and interesting to play. So yeah. It doesn't make, always need. Yeah. It doesn't always need a polish yeah. as far as the looks are concerned. Yeah. I'm, it's better if it has a great style to it. Yeah. A unique style. Rather and you're than playing just now, looks realistic. 
Did you did you did you start out playing in the 120, or did you like go through it a little bit in the 4K 30, or or the 4K 40? I guess is what it would be for you. Uh, 4K resolution, 40 frames per second. Um, did you go through that any, or did you just start out with the 120? Uh, I started out with the 60 because I'm having to push it through the streaming box. Oh, that's right. You're streaming this. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I play it on 60. Sometimes I turn it on for the 120. Okay. Frames over quality. I got you. Well, I look forward to playing it. I don't know what... I think I'm playing it... You know what? I don't know. I'll have to go back and look and check my settings. My God of... The original God of War settings to mm-hmm. see what I have it set as. Um, I don't even know that it came with anything, so there may not be anything like that um, to go with quality over... Uh, that's, you know. a, that's something you thought about when you loaded it up, just uh, put it in and play? Well, I don't believe there was... On the PS4 Pro mm-hmm. was where I was playing it on uh, um, the first time. And I want to say it did have some sort of you know scale of like, you can play it at this resolution, but at this frame cap. Or you can play it at this lower resolution with this frame cap. And I know I did it for Uncharted uh, when I did the replay for the um, for that little combination thing that they did where they upscaled everything. Mm-hmm. I know I played that one on the 60 frames per second mode. Um, I took it off the 4K and went down to, I think it was just 1080, and played at 60 frames per second. It's fine that way. It really, really was. It totally was. But uh, I'll, I'll have to go back and look. I plan. I plan on playing a little bit of it more tonight, and I plan on playing a lot tomorrow as well. Just I'm trying to get us through this as, much, as quick as I can, so I can get started on Ragnarok, knowing that I've got from now until a little ways into December before the next season of Destiny Two comes out. Oh yeah. And my only concern about that is that <clears throat> the math on the length of seasons in Destiny 2, this next one's going to be a short one compared to when the next expansion release. The next expansion release is February 20-something. And this new season starts December 6th or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So you're getting... You're not, you're not getting three months. You're not getting the full... Yeah, it's going to be a short season. Yeah. Which hopefully they scale... What they, you know, hopefully they can scale back on what they require you to do usually for the regular seasonal content. Yeah. yeah. I would hope. I don't know. Probably not. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm anticipating a grindy holiday season. Yeah. Cause it's still, cause it's still going to be 99 rewards, uh, for the season, right? Right. There's that. I don't, I don't have any worry about getting to that now, especially since I'm banking bounties right now. I have yeah. no concern about getting there. I'm talking about just the seasonal challenges. Going through and playing Gambit like I do and gilding the title, doing the Conqueror, all these other things that I normally do that I have plenty of time to work with is cut short by almost a month, it feels like. Yeah. Um, August 23rd was when this current season started, I think. August 23rd mm-hmm. was when the current season started. It goes all the way to like December 2nd or December 6th, something like that. Yeah. That's when the next one starts and it goes to February 20-something. It's not very long. Mm. It is two full months at least. So it's about, it's almost three months. Almost yeah. three months. But it just feel, it feels shorter. So anyway. Yeah. Um, not that that's really going to have an effect. I mean, if, if, if God of War hooks me, it hooks me. And I'll be there to, to, to do it. Look, as long as you, uh, when you get to Ragnarok, as long as you don't play it like you did. Uh, I, don't, I never want to play a game yeah. like I did like yeah. that before. Never, I never yeah. want to play like I did never, Last of Us 2. Never play a story-based game. 
uh-uh. piecemeal segments. Don't, Never don't do want that. to do that again. That was horrible. I did it. I did a disservice to myself and that game by playing it the way that I did. Yeah, and I really shouldn't have done that. So yeah, yeah. That, oh, that, you learned your lesson. I did. I did. I don't mind that I learned it on Last of Us Part Two. By the way, I'm okay with yeah. that. Um, I mean, at that point, you just uh, at that point, the best you can do at that point is uh, look at a playthrough on YouTube. Yeah. One of those two well, it really took away. Videos. You know, it took a, yeah. it took a little bit of the shine away. I suppose. Um, it's kind of like when you're eating a meal and you just keep gorging on it and then suddenly it's like oh gosh i'm too full i ate too much mm-hmm. you know if you'd gone slower you would have you would have been okay and not felt you know overstuffed or whatever yeah i mean it's just like um just have a couple a couple hours in a session and then you know yeah. go do something else and then come back the next day but, but you you had, you had sessions but you yeah. had those long gaps get long gaps too long, long gaps. gaps in there but the analogy i was trying to make was the fact that it gave me more time to think about what i was experiencing mm-hmm. so i'd play i'd play the little section I'd, I'd i'd think on it for about a month or two <laughs> yeah but you yeah but you but but you, but you lost the flow oh no totally i yeah. get it i know i did mm-hmm. i know i did but that's what i'm saying it took the momentum away mm-hmm. And so when I finally did get to the end, what I'm sure for a lot of players was like, oh, this grueling thing for me was like, the motivation's completely gone. <laughs> Why are they doing this? It's been, it's been months. Why can't they just work this out? For me, it had been months. For them, it's not so much. But yeah. anyway, that's, that's neither here nor there. Uh, what do we got on our news charts here that we uh, that we saved up here? I got a bunch of review roundups for Sonic Frontiers, which you kind of already talked about. God of War Ragnarok. Um, Ragnarok's sitting at like a 94 on Metacritic. It is just, you know, that's... There's two Game of the Year contenders this year. Mm-hmm. God of War Ragnarok and Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. That's um, going to be a big one. Yeah. And... Those are your contenders for game of the year. I do not see anybody else uh, pulling out with that, unless for whatever stupid reason, something the newest they throw in yeah. Last of Us Part One, which is the the remake thing, which it shouldn't count. No, <laughs> no, no, and no, it shouldn't count. Did they do Dark Souls when it got re- remake? I won't be. I won't be thinking about Dark Souls. It's okay. When I don't people think so. Come out. I don't think I they did. I don't think they did because I don't. I don't think it can be. I'm moving the microphone. I, I don't think. Uh, I don't think it can be used that way. But I don't know. I don't know. But I think those are your two contenders for Game of the Year so far. Yeah. God of War Ragnarok, and I think there's something else. Oh, Callisto Protocol. Maybe I don't know. I haven't heard anything about that. When's that release? Uh, it's coming up this month. Okay, it, it's it's the hot new thing uh, next maybe. month. Or is it next month? It is December. Okay, December. Yeah. Eh, it may not. It may miss the cutoff for getting game of the year. We're getting nominees on Monday for the game awards. Wow. Not that I ever cared about the awards part of the game awards, I'm because to... they don't care about the awards part of the game yeah. awards. Yeah. I was thinking of Callisto. I mean, the hot, the, the hot new title. If it, do, if it does well enough, the hot new thing freshes in everyone's mind. I might get the uh, might get some pull some kind. Oh, of wait, is it? It's Dead Space remake that hits this month. I think right. No, Dead Space is January. That's next year. Okay, uh, I'll I'll remember it. God, I'll, I'll it'll all hit me at one point. But yeah, yeah. But I think those are your two contenders: God of War and Elden Ring. Right now, your two yeah. contenders right now. And they're already, uh, I think, in some social media circles, they're already trash talk, trash talking each other about the uh, about the results. Modern Warfare Two probably will make the nominee for for in Game of the Year, but I don't think it's going to pull. 
I think I think Elden Ring and God of War have a much better chance at winning that than than Call of Duty does. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's probably another game that I'm leaving out that I'm missing. And I can't think of what it could be, but I feel like there's another game that I am leaving off the list of, oh, that'll be a contender. Yeah. Um, but I cannot think of, yeah, Bayonetta 3, doubt it. No. I'm thinking, I'm thinking for Elden Ring, it was the, um, the numbers, the sheer numbers that are brought in, introducing a whole bunch of people to the uh, Soul series and yeah. the popularity it got at the initial point. And then for God of War, you had an, uh, an epic story with uh, the remake in 2018, and then you got the continuation of said story uh, for, um, for this year. Yeah. So you have that, basically epic storytelling. So numbers and draw on one side, and then epic storytelling uh, on the other side. And I, don't, and I can't think of anything that hit, um, hit those, two, those two types of interest uh, this year. Yeah, I feel like, but I feel like, I mean, obviously I am because usually nominees consist of like five different titles. Yeah. Um, was there a big, surpri- one of them surprise titles that no one was thinking about? I know. Was there a big Switch title this year? Switch of. There was only Switch, maybe? No, hmm. I can't think of anything. Splatoon, maybe? Eh, you know what? Splatoon is a possibility. Splatoon 3 is a very good possibility. Um, I didn't realize how well liked that series was, that franchise was. I thought they were. I thought it was a blessing just to get Splatoon two whenever it released. But apparently, no. That thing's doing fine. It's it's completely okay. Mm-hmm. But I thought the first game did not do what they wanted it to do. Uh, and then, so when I heard they were doing a sequel, I thought, oh, well, that was probably in development before. You know, Nintendo was not happy with what it had done, and so that's great. So this will be the nice little swan song. And then Splatoon 3, and I was like, what? I didn't think this was... And then I, that's what alerted me to the, like, no, no, no. There's a big, there's a big market out there for it. It's, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Um, they'll keep making Splatoons. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know. I, there's, I think there's some more. But anyway, there's going to be some that are announced. And I'll just be like, oh, yeah, I forgot that did come out this year. Oh, yeah, that came out this year. Um, that's every year. There's something we ain't thinking about that just pops up. Oh, yeah, that did come out. No well, I mean, you, you think about a Forza Horizon Five mm-hmm. release this year, so that's probably in a Game of the Year contender type thing. Even though it's, even though why? I know, I know. I'm I mean, looking you, you at, think, I'm thinking the same way. Yeah, it's like it's like you think about movies and whatnot. The type, what type of movies are the ones that get uh, those, uh, the Oscars and things like that? Those drama filled, uh, I know things like that. You know, you ain't getting no comedy like that. But yeah, so. You're not getting a sports title. You know, but what qualifies a game of the year? You know? Yeah. What aspects of a game can can qualify it as a contender for game of the year? Well, it depends on who's judging it. I know. It, well, it depends on whoever's giving the award away because yeah. they define their perimeters yeah. of game of the year must encompass blah, 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 blah. Technical uh, achievements, uh, uh, writing achievements. Um, uh, I don't know. Sale achievements, maybe? Uh, I doubt yeah. it. Some things that the gamers are something that most a lot of gamers uh, probably not even thinking about really, like how much fun was how much fun did I have playing this game? Mm-hmm. How good was the experience of getting this of this of this uh, of this title? Was Fall Guys released this year? Fall Guys? Uh, no, no. I think that, that was, was last, last year? year. No. What was did Devolver? No, Deathloop was last year. Inscription mm-hmm. was last year as well. It was. I remember that getting a lot of I can awards. See, I can see Cult of the Lamb getting some kind of nomination. Ooh, very good. Yeah, I, yeah they, did get, yeah. they did get a lot of talk. Yeah. Cult oh, of Lamb, Cult yeah. of the Lamb? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
there's some there's some Black Friday deals on that going on right now, but not very not a big deep discount on it. So uh, Horizon Forbidden West will probably be thrown in there just as an afterthought type of thing. But I think your front runners, like I said, God of War and, and, and Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. And of those two, I can't say I haven't played either one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I I think Elden Ring, and again, I have not played either one of these titles, Elden Ring over God of War, but I believe it'll be Elden Ring over God of War. And I only uh-huh. say that because of the amount of people that it reached. Yeah, but I'm 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 more thinking along the lines of how uh when cuz when did Ragnarok come out? Yesterday Friday. Friday. Yeah. Oh, give, when, give, the 9th. The 9th? Yeah. I'm about to say give it time, let people ex- give give, it, give people enough time to experience the entire story of that game yeah. and see how it hits them and then um get the general gist of how they feel about it, then we'll have a better um idea, I think of uh, where to go from there. Yeah, I think God of War will have some recency bias going for it. Probably, yeah, probably the hot, the hot new thing. Yeah, I mean it probably will, but I, I, for me, I would probably pick, and and only again, I haven't played them, so I want to keep making that clear. The only reason I think Elden Ring um, would beat out God of War, and, and not necessarily in a, in a even in a game of the year contentionship, just as what it is, the fact that it opened the door to a lot of people, to yeah. that style of game. You, yeah. mentioned that, you mentioned that earlier. Yeah. The, the amount of people who are now familiar with that style of game and who have now, now become fans of that style of game mm-hmm. um, is just tremendous. The sale numbers were tremendous. Uh, obviously, it's multi-platform, so it reaches a bigger audience anyway. That's true. Um, and so... You know, if you're doing a community vote, I think you're going to get a lot of people marking that thing down for Elden Ring, only for the fact that if they don't have, well, I guess you got PS4 and PS5 for God of War, but you still have to have one of those. If you had an Xbox, or if you had a PC, or if you had a PlayStation, you had Elden Ring to play mm-hmm. on either of them. Uh, whereas if it's God of War, you got to be on a PlayStation 4 or 5 if you're going to do that. So I'm I'm not sure how that'll that'll pan out but you know we'll see I, I and this is just for everybody else's list i don't necessarily mean this is for uh the game awards list because again let me stress again i don't care about those awards because <laughs> they don't care about those awards yeah. uh, i if they did i would i would hold them in regard but they don't two hours of show 30 minutes of substance uh, more like three hours of show in 30 minutes i mean the thing's long <laughs> yeah. the game awards is long because it is overstuffed with trailers, which, I mean, God bless him to do it because he needs the money for putting this thing on. So I'm glad he'll take it where he can get it. But this is why I always say, and I always rant about it, and I'm going to say I'm not going to do it this year, but I'll probably will. Um, split it up. Have one show that is nothing but awards and then have the other show that is nothing but new trailers. Mm-hmm. Seriously. You're going to see the viewership obviously skew, but... I think the industry uh, and the people of that industry, obviously, would view it a little bit more appropriate, I suppose, Mm -hmm. if they were given their due to to say their thanks or to get their recognition. Uh, And they don't have that opportunity um, as much as I I think they would. Um, Yeah. 
I was just thinking, I bet there'll be a tribute to Kevin Conroy at the Game Awards. Just for his work, and not just for his work in the Arkham games, mm-hmm. but just for his work. He, I'm sure he voiced other games as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that was some, that was some, I hated that news yesterday. Yeah. I hated yep. it. Yep. I had a friend of mine, Dave, who's been on the show. He sent me a text. He's like, he said, um, uh, you heard anything on Conroy passing? And I, I'm like, I don't know who that is. Cause I, you know, I expected Kevin Conroy, but Dave is a guy who really likes wrestling. <laughs> so I wasn't sure if there was a wrestler who had passed by the name of Conroy. Mm-hmm. So I had to ask him and he said, uh, the guy that voiced back and I said, Whoa. So I immediately hit the internet and sure enough, there it was. And I just, Oh God, it hurt. It hurt. I went home and I watched Batman, the animated series. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched an episode, uh, from the third season of the series and, I didn't want to pick stuff I'd seen like over and over again. From the third season, there were a lot of great episodes of that show. Um, I'm going way off topic here. Uh, the art, the animation style changed in the third season. Mm-hmm. And uh, the stories got a little bit more. It was like they were experimentation with, with their storytelling, with the way they were doing it. Um, they had one called, I want to say it was. Tales of the Dark Knight, I think it was the name of the episode. Anyway, it's these three kids talking about what their version of Batman is. And each one is is drawn in that style. So some kid talks about his version being the Batman and Robin of the 60s. So you get that television show animation style. And then somebody else gives them, oh, no, it's future Batman. And that gives you the Dark Knight stuff, which is the Dark Knight Returns. Um with like Batman being this beefy whatever and, and just this dystopia area and he's battling the mutants and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Just all these different versions. And then there's one, oh God, where Barbara gets killed. Um, I can't remember what it was, but yeah. Anyway, I watched one that, that involved Mr. Freeze. Um, and that's the one that's the one that I watched last mm-hmm. night. I thought about playing some Arkham. But instead, I went back and played God of War <laughs> for a little bit. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, to drum up some more interest for Dark Tide, they released the final class trailer today. That's definitely wait and see how the beta goes. Okay, that's uh, what Josh was posting in the chat room there. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, we're behind. Yeah, I don't want to interrupt your ramblings. It's ramblings. Please interrupt it. <laughs> I will go on forever if you don't. Although I appreciate the time for me to talk about Batman. Uh, but regardless, we have to take a break. It's uh, we're overdue. So this is a game called Ghost Song. Have you heard of Ghost Song, Josh? Uh, not ringing a bell, no. No, I think it's a more recent title. That came. In fact, they all are because I had to go through. I'm making up for the releases that were in October since we were playing our, our scary music during, during that month. But uh, Ghost Song, it's the title screen of the game. And we will be back with more of in-game chats right after this.
Uh, welcome back to In Game Chat. Music here from uh, Gunfire. Gunfire Reborn. Hmm. Not sure. But that's the music for you. Uh, what do we have news-wise? We talked about those reviews. Uh, Netflix is looking to do a Gears of War film and also an animated series. Uh, sure, go for it. I'm always, I'm always down for when you know video games get turned into something. Mm-hmm. Whether it's good or bad, it you know moves the needle a little bit. Yeah. So I mean, we've got Last of Us coming out in January, I believe, on uh, HBO Max. So mm. or HBO, I call it HBO <clears throat> Max, but yeah. Uh, what else? Electronic Arts has basically shut down Project Cars. They're done with that. Mm. Perfectly fine. Prince of Persia pre-orders. That's a lot of peas. Uh, the pre-orders got canceled, but Ubisoft has said that it is not dead. Apparently, a version of the remake was leaked. Uh, it showed up on the PlayStation Store, something like that, and people were able to grab it. But uh, because it has to connect to to play, yeah, um, they didn't really get much out of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what that was. I don't know what that situation was. There was something there for the Prince of Persia remake. Um, but I don't know exactly what. 10 million people got Vermintide 2. We talked about that. Nintendo did. They, in, well, they called it an indie world showcase and they just called it a world showcase. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of indie games that were announced, um, for the Nintendo, is it the switch itself? Yeah, it is the switch. Uh, Venba was announced. I don't know what that is. A narrative cooking game. Okay. Goodbye World. It's a game about games, specifically the pixelated narrative adventure about two friends looking for the perfect idea for their next game. Have a Nice Death was shown off. Aka. Uh, a low-key, small, open-world game with a singular goal. Help the retired warrior Aka find inner peace on an isolated island paradise. Uh, Pepper Grinder is another one. It's a two-day action-adventure game. Coffee Talk, episode two, which is one of those narrative games. A lot of reading. Oni, Road to Be the Mightiest Oni. I don't know what that is, but um, it's about a demon warrior who, after getting his butt kicked by a Japanese folktale hero, joins forces with a spirit to become stronger than before. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Desta, The Memories Between... Uh, it comes to, oh, that comes from the creators of Monument Valley. So, yeah. Hmm. A Space for the Unbound. A slice of life adventure set in the late 90s in rural, rural Indonesia. Dord, Dordok, I don't even know how to pronounce this next one. Uh, Botany Manor. <laughs> if you've ever wanted to be a master gardener, they've got you covered with Botany Manor. An exploration adventure puzzler. So, Once Upon a Gesture, Rogue Legacy 2, Blank, or Blank. It's a monochromatic adventure game about a wolf cub and a fawn. Oh, a little to the left is a cute and cozy, cozy puzzler about finding satisfying puzzles hidden among household objects. Sports Story. Is another one, so yeah. There's probably some more in that list, but those were announced for the Nintendo Switch. Really haven't put a lot of time in my Nintendo Switch. 
I guess because, you know, Destiny, God of War, that sort of thing. We just haven't been doing a lot of it. Um, What else do we have? Okay. Some interesting things going on with composers. Hmm. Uh, Doom Eternal, its composer, claims the soundtrack was a nightmare. And the Call of Duty composer uh, has left saying that the Modern Warfare 2 soundtrack is not my artistic intent. We heard a little bit of that soundtrack earlier in -hmm. the show. Let's see if I can give you a reading on this. Sarah Schockner, I believe, is the name. Issued a statement today saying she will no longer be creating any music for Modern Warfare 2 or Warzone. Her credits include Assassin's Creed, Unity, Black Flag, Origins of Valhalla, Far Cry Need for Speed, Infinite Warfare, or Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, Modern Warfare, and Modern Warfare 2, can no longer continue to compose music for Activision Shooter. Over the past couple of months, the working dynamic with the audio director has become increasingly challenging, and I don't see any path forward. Uh, as of now, I am unsure of the status and release plan for the soundtrack as it's been taken out of my hands. Uh, those soundtrack plans have been the subject of fan curiosity ever since the game's release, since it's rare for a major blockbuster like this to come out and not have its official album accompany it. Uh, her statement suggests that her challenging dynamic with the audio director, who is Stephen Miller, is at least partly down to this soundtrack release. As she adds, what will be released on the soundtrack is not my artistic intent in regards to mixing and mastering. So that's the reason. Hmm. Apparently. Now, the Doom thing, Doom Eternal, Mick Gordon says he never approved the release of Doom Eternal's soundtrack album. In a lengthy 14,000-word post, the composer for Doom Eternal, Mark or Mick Gordon, excuse me, accused id Software's executive producer Marty Stratton of lying about the official soundtrack's shoddy release and throwing him under the bus as the cause for its poorly mixed tracks. A lot of mixing problems going on mm-hmm. in the video game world there. Um, according to Gordon, working on the soundtrack to Doom Eternal, Doom Eternal was a nightmare from start to finish, both when working on the game itself, including for an 11-month stretch without pay, and later when he claims id Software surprise announced that a soundtrack album would be included with the game's collector's edition without previously informing Mick of any plans for such a project. Um, Gordon said he had to crunch for 18 to 20 hour days to meet their deadline for the official soundtrack. So that seems... uh, He also claims that he never approved of the soundtrack's release, wasn't paid until he was eight months through its production, wasn't informed that he'd be working on the soundtrack until Doom Eternal's Collector's Edition was advertised to the public, uh, and says that uh, Strafton offered him a six-figure sum to stay quiet about the matter. Mm. Apparently he turned that last one down. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I... Just reading on news things like this, I'm, I'm reluctant to pick sides. Mm-hmm. Only after what we had happen with uh, Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say that kind of tainted the whole thing. Didn't it? Yeah. Man. 
That got worse, by the way. We never revisited that as far as after it was like, oh, this is all bad on her part. Mm-hmm. Uh, we never really revisited that. But uh, the the next week, I think she came out with more, um, you know, whatever it was she said. Not uh, she she doubled down on her on her on her stance on it, mm-hmm. uh, even though she doesn't seem to have those receipts yeah. uh, to be doing that. Um, yeah. So yeah. Anyway, and then she was like, instead of boycotting the game, or no, she wanted them to boycott the game, but also like make your donations to charities. Here's some charities that I support. Some of them not the best um, intentions in in some ways. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there was it, it didn't it didn't. Jared is a little funny nowadays, yeah. You know? Yeah, well, the thing is, the fan base is, seems to be perfectly fine with her moving on. Yeah. <laughs> After that whole, uh, uh, what I'll call a kerfuffle, because I don't get to use that word very much. So I thought I would say kerfuffle. Let's go to the Perfect phones. Opportunity. Yeah, I know. Let's go to the phones, because I have no idea who this is. Hi, you're on in-game chat. Who's this? Biloxi Gambler. What's up, man? Hey, uh, hey, is our friend there? He's from Germany, right? Yes, he is, yeah. Yeah, I've got a German birth certificate that I can't read. Oh, yeah, try buying a pistol with that thing. Exactly. <laughs> or, or, or getting a star on your driver's license. It's not going to happen. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah the, 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 the date was correct today. Ah, yeah. uh, yes, I got the date correct. Yeah, you shouted me out. I, went, oh, man. I did, because I specific, when I was writing down the date on my little clapboard here, I was specific, like, remember, just say the 12th. I don't care if you get any other part of it wrong. Say it's November the 12th. Do not... You can you can say that it's that it's that it's. You might have said December. I know. Just no, say, said November. Just make sure you get the date right because he'll be listening for that. Yeah. Well, anyway, I played two different games this week. Two and, different uh, games. Okay. Yeah. Two two different. Well, you know, I played baseball the show, right? Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, my rookie year, I got eighty five home run, and oh uh, not e- not even doing steroids. It's great. <laughs> I, 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 hey, I, I was drinking a beer. Uh, well, <laughs> right. It's a big deal. I got 87 this year so far. I got the RBI record of over 250 anyway. Uh, but no, the first game I played is, because I had to write it down, okay, it's it's uh, uh, it's on PlayStation 4, you know, it's like $4. But, and I really like the song. It's like a music video with a song. And I said, okay, that's worth $4. I'll play this stupid game. The name of it is, and I love the name, I'm in love with your dead grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, for four bucks, how do you not? You know? It's like, yeah, I got to see this. Mm -hmm. But but it's it's not really a game. It's more of an interactive movie where you get to choose a choice and it does something. But and then they make you come back and do the, the the second choice and there's one place where there's seven choices. They they were just real proud of all the seven different things they wanted you to see them all. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it didn't it, it didn't take very long at all. But but the uh, the the other one that I went out uh, on the on the edge here was called What Remains of Edith Finch. Oh, a nice little uh, yeah. Okay, I've played that one. Hey, that was pretty cool, wasn't it? Yes, it was. That was that was different. It was cool. It was a great story. I liked the way they told it. And uh yeah, yeah, I was uh, yeah, that one that one was enjoyable. 
So, my favorite uh, part of that one is discovering, uh, I think it was the comic book that has the pumpkin head guy or whatever it was. Yes, sir. Yep. I, I can't, I, it's been a while since I played it, but yeah. Um, I really enjoyed, uh, that part where, you know, the, the little, they threw a little bit of a horror element in there. Not much compared to what you play for horror games, by the way. Speaking of, uh, the quarry is down to like 20 bucks on PlayStation 4. I don't know if you played that yet, but that's from your, your super massive guys. Okay, I might. Uh, I'll play. Okay, is it I might, still? Uh, well, it was is, at. Uh, is it still twenty bucks now? It was at. Uh, it was at Walmart. On Walmart, yeah, on Walmart's uh, website, it was still uh, twenty bucks. Uh, Let me yeah, see. I went. I went. I was. I was. I'm still waiting for the devil inside me. I think November eighteenth was the. Uh, yeah. What RJ said. Yeah, the quarry for PlayStation Four is uh, nineteen ninety eight at on Walmart dot com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I was I was going to download it through the PlayStation Store. You don't, but, like, you don't but, like to get out, do you? Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't mind getting out. It's just, you know, I usually like to download something new on Saturday night after I listen to you talk. Mm-hmm. And and I'm thinking that, that God of War thing, is that online only or is that? No, no, no. No, it's, it's a completely story-based thing. It's offline. Uh, the first game, I think, is down to, it's one of the greatest hits type things. It's, it's. You know, probably. Uh, well, now they're pushing that new one. That, that well, they are, but I would work. suggest playing the first, the 2018 version, before you play the new one. Oh, okay. All right. Well, see, that's why I don't do anything until I listen to the whole show. Yeah, well, I would. I, I won't. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say I would suggest playing that one because if you don't like that one, then you're not out a full sixty bucks for the game of the sequel. In other words, so if you play the first one and you're like, ah, I don't really like this. this, is not my style of game, then you then you're only out for like twenty bucks, I think is what it costs. Oh, yeah. okay. 20 bucks. Well maybe I'll download that tonight. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, well th- that sounds great, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, I'll be talking to you probably next week. Probably. All right, man. Take care. <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. yeah, that's an actual title. Yeah. I'm in love with your dad. Oh no, I looked death. it up. Yeah, I did. I looked it up. <laughs> Yeah. Weird, but yeah. Yeah, by the way, I got a war uh, 20 bucks on on the PlayStation Store and it's included with PlayStation Plus uh extra. It is yeah. if you have a PlayStation Plus thing, especially mm-hmm. if you're on PS5, you can get it there as well, but Yep. Neither here nor there. Josh, thanks for joining us, okay? I appreciate it, man. You there? Uh, maybe he went silent. Yeah. Anyway, regardless, Always we here. There you go. <laughs> we got to run, man. I appreciate it. Bye. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. We'll figure Discord yeah, out. Yeah, we'll figure day. that out. Anyway, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for everybody for uh, calling in. Chris, uh, Biloxi Gambler, Steve, Josh, really appreciate you guys uh, chatting in there. We, we've got to go. Music here from Marvel Snap. It's the menu music. We'll see you next Saturday.